All right, and the title of this pod is going to be The Ohio State University Football Program's Funeral. It says that's what we're having today. It is the end of the Ohio State football program as we knew it from 2001 to 2019. So I'm going to be talking about the differences between the 2001 to 2019 Ohio State teams compared to 2020 through 2022 and what has happened and who's the problem and why it will not be fixed in the next three to five years and why this is going to continue to happen. So there's one point where it just changed everything with the comparison, and it obviously happened in 2020, um, and why we're here and why we're going to have the funeral. But let's just go over what with what happened over Saturday. So Michigan beats them 45 to 23. 45 to 23 you lost after 365 days of so-called revenge, toughness, workouts, all of that bullshit, whatever that was, that was the result that you got. So uh, let's retire that. Let's retire the the Michigan narrative that, you know, we, we take this game serious. We don't. We don't take it seriously. We're, we're not a serious program. Our quarterback is not a serious person at all. He's pretty much, he's a, he's a child. I mean, you can say that they're kids or whatever. Our quarterback is a child, period. So that that's where we've been. Um, so, I mean, Ryan Day, I can get into him. I already told you he was kind of a loser last year. He, he still is. Um, what do you want me to say? Like, you know, he preaches all this stuff and he doesn't come through with it. So, I mean, there's, there's nothing really to be said on Ryan Day. Jim Knowles, it was his first year. I'm not gonna, our defense wasn't even a defense last year. So it was much better. The linebacker play was at least 400 times better this year than last year. Our DBs suck. And it's easy to... All of this relates to one move, though, really. As I just continue to talk about the game, it just all relates to... Like, one thing that Ryan Day did just destroyed the entire program. We'll get to it later. But our DBs suck. I mean, Cam Martinez is not a player. Tanner McAllister is not a player. There's no scheme that that those guys are going to be good. There's nothing you can do. You can't scheme it up. You can't fix it. They're not good players. So... Cam Martinez will be starting for us next year, so that'll be good. That'll work out well. Um, so will Denzel Burke, who's also terrible. He'll be starting for us next year. Um, Jordan Hancock will be on the other side starting for us. He, If you haven't seen him play, go watch some of the Maryland game. Go watch some of the Northwestern game. Go watch some of the, whatever the hell games he played in. He was horrible. J.K. Johnson, he's terrible. So the DBs, have, uh, there's no DBs at Ohio State. And once again, it relates back to the move that I'm going to get to that Ryan Day made, but there's no DBs. Linebackers, I think you're fine. Defensive line is talented, supposedly, but I didn't see any plays made on Saturday by anybody. I think JTT is one of the most overrated players, and I'm going to continue to call you JTT because you fucking suck. You had one game the whole season. That's it. And everyone ran their mouths like, what a great... He did nothing in that game. He didn't even make one single play. Not one single play the entire game did he make other than just, you know, line up way too wide, crash in, and just have the running back or or McCarthy go right by him. He sucks. He's back next year. Jack Sawyer, five-star recruit. He sucks. He's back next year. So you tell me where this is going to get fixed. It ain't getting fixed. 
is going to be the same overrated defense stopping the same overrated bad quarterbacks and bad offensive lines and bad defensive lines. And look how good this looks. We're back. Defense looks good. And then as soon as they play anybody with a pulse, they'll get slammed and murdered again. So offensively, I, I know that everyone kills day for the offense. I'm just not as concerned about the offense. We lost JSN. We didn't have Henderson. We didn't have Mayan. We, we really, like our third wide receiver in Fleming was not good. Emeka's okay. Obviously Marvin's good. Cade Stover's a joke as a tight end blocking wise and things like he can't do anything. So like, I, I, I just think at the end of the day, like we, we've, we've lost the tough players. We've lost the elite players. There's no really elite players on Ohio state besides Marvin Harrison. I don't see any elite players on Ohio state besides we used to have a lot of elite players and we do not have that anymore. So it's easy to win with blue chip five-star players. Like supposedly we recruit them. We don't develop them. We know who that starts with. So at least we recruit them on offense. We don't really recruit them on defense. Um, so, and if we do, we don't develop them at all. See Jack Sawyer, see JTT, see Zach Harrison, because um, they did nothing. They've done nothing at their Ohio State careers other than JTT's one game against Penn State. That's all that those three have done combined in you know their six years of football in Columbus. So, like you know, and this all relates to one move though that Ryan Day made in 2020, which was. When Halfley left, he said, you know who I'm going to hire? The guy that has zero experience to run my entire defense of a top two, at the time, a top two program in the entire country. That's what I'm going to do. Um, well, that didn't work out well, did it? <laughs> so <laughs> you lose to Alabama, 54-24, pretty much, I would say, almost solely because of how bad that de- – now, Alabama was going to score on us regardless, but – that was an absolute joke. They had no chance ever to stop out. No chance. They literally gave, they made Steve Sarkeesian get the job at Texas. They Ohio State and Kerry Coombs ruined Texas's football program again by having Sark destroy the worst defensive coordinator ever to probably coach in college football. He was in the national championship game somehow. And then he gets hired by Texas because he destroys Ohio State pretty much. Not that they didn't have a great year the whole year, but they they... They, they, pretty much like that national championship game, you saw the plays, you know, getting Devontae Smith in motion, getting him on the line. We all saw him a thousand times in Sports Center, which got Sark that Texas job. And I won't be convinced of it otherwise. And now you see what's going on with Texas. So Ohio State's just destroying themselves. They're destroying Texas. They're, they're just, they're wrecking ball to college football. And that move just totally ruined the program. It ruined our defensive back recruiting. It ruined our recruiting on defense in general. It ruined our schemes. It ruined our player development. And like, there's been nothing to fix that since. Like I know Knowles had one year, but he like Knowles is coming in like in the middle of like wreckage, wreckage from like a category five hurricane on defense. Cause that's what Kerry Coombs was to the program. And like, really you can just fire Ryan day just for that move solely. Like just that move is is the move why you can fire him to me i don't care and like everyone's like oh my god he's 40 you can't fire him ohio state fans are spoiled i don't care i i'm not i'm not you like i i grew up differently like i i root for i root for the yankees my whole life i the yankees when when your team or your coach struggles or, or your players lose you destroy them you rip them apart and you tell them to get fucking better 
So that's what I grew up, and that's how I'm going to talk about Ohio State. If you don't like that, then then go root for the Indians. Go root for the guard. You know, like go root for teams that don't win, and just you know be supportive. And I'm a loyal fan or whatever. That's not how I'm going to talk about this team. Ohio State doesn't deserve to be talked about in any positive light at all, in my opinion. They've won zero big games since the Clemson game in 2000. You can talk about Penn State or whatever. They've won nothing. You can talk about the Rose Bowl against Utah playing running backs a cornerback as CJ's only good game in primetime ever was the Utah game, but nobody talks about they literally had a running back playing their cornerback number two guarding Marvin Harrison who had three touchdowns. So, come on. I mean, just enough of this. Like... The program's dead. It's over. It was over with the Kerry Coombs move. That's when the the whole thing fell apart instantly. It just takes one piece to just totally collapse, and that, that's what it did. Knowles is never going to get this right defensively because we're, we don't have the players. So without the players, you're never going to be able to get it right. You're going to lose to Michigan again next year. You're probably going to lose to Penn State maybe. Wisconsin, maybe Notre Dame as well. You're probably going to lose multiple games in the regular season for the first time since 2017. That's going to make people happy. And then, you know, the finale by getting destroyed by Michigan at Michigan, as they probably will be preseason number one, and they probably go to another playoff, win another Big Ten, their third in a row. And you just sit there and stare, you know, hey, well, we got this bearded fuck and, you know, a bunch of five star wide receivers. But that's not going to get you anywhere. So I think where Ohio State will be, we're not even at rock bottom yet. People think this is this isn't even close to rock bottom. I think by 2024, 2025 is when you really start to see rock bottom. I think you'll see massive transferring. I think you'll see you know a, a guy that just lost control of the program. I think you'll see a lot of losses to teams that you normally wouldn't expect them to lose to, like Wisconsin, Penn State, Michigan State, teams like that. Including just getting murdered by Michigan, so I, I, it will be a very ugly end for Day. We're not there yet. That's going to happen in 2023 and 2024. Um, Jim Knowles will also suffer the same fate. Even though, like, I think he's just brought into such a shitty spot. Like I said, because of that move and how bad that tore down Ohio State's defense and player development. I just think that he's got no shot. He'll be fired. He's going to be blamed just as much as as the as Ryan Day is really. But I think it, it really all goes down to that decision in, in 2020 to hire Kerry Coombs. I don't know. He probably you know can't sleep about it. It's one of the worst decisions in the history of football, in the history of sports, I would say. It, it, it's probably that, that significant of a terrible decision. I think it cost you the, the, you know, the, the national championship in 2020. You know, I don't know if you're going to beat Bam anyways, but at least you had a chance. It cost you the Oregon game, and I think it definitely cost you the last two Michigan games. It's all from that move. All of the player development, all of the recruiting, everything that went into that, that, that move just destroyed, destroyed the program to like a point where like we have just we've never seen Ohio State defensively be this bad before. I've seen it be bad on offense under Trestle. I've never seen a defense at Ohio State play this shitty. And they are terrible, and they're not. And like I said, I listed. There's nobody there. There are no NFL players coming. There's nothing on that defense. So you can criticize Knowles all you want. There's no players coming either. Now you can criticize him for that if he doesn't get a bunch of recruits for 2024 and and keep these guys for 2023. 
you can criticize him for that. But, you know, the previous three years is all on Ryan. Ryan Day is the one that destroyed the defense, not Jim Knowles. So I just want to be clear on that. That's what destroyed this program. Now, I told you where Ohio State's going to go. Now, technically, people say, well, you know, Ohio State's still alive this season. You know, all they need is USC to lose. And I do think USC's can lose, and I actually think they will lose. If the committee has any any integrity at all, any, and, and you'll say I'm crazy for saying this for a two-loss team, Alabama should be number five, and Ohio State should be number six, or I don't even care if they put them at number seven behind a two-loss USC who were to lose the game. Because when you talk for 365 days about how important a football game is, you make it your everything, your playoff, your Super Bowl, your everything, and then you show up to it at home in your stadium and you lose 45 to 23, you don't deserve to do anything anymore. Really, they should decline the bowl game. They should let like Michigan State of 5 and 7 go to a, They shouldn't be in anything. Their whole season was defined on that. So guess what? If that's what your whole season is defined on, then live with the result. And the result is nothing. It should not be rewarded. If this team gets rewarded and makes the playoffs, it will be an absolute disgrace, not only to college football, not only to sports, but to competition in general. It would be that big of a disgrace to watch Ohio State make the playoffs. To watch that quarterback and this team make the playoffs would be, I think it would be the, the biggest disgrace in the history of sports if, if they got to rewarded for what they just did. I do not want to see it. I think it sends a bad message to the program, a bad message to sports, to the Big Ten, to college football. Do not put this team in under any circumstances. I don't care if Alabama lost nine games. They played a 7,000 times harder schedule than Ohio State did. It's not Ohio State playing at Tennessee and at LSU. Those are already automatic losses. So that's two. They're, they probably lose at Ole Miss or at Texas. All the games that Bama played are way tougher. It's not even close. So, to me, Bama should be number one, or sorry, number four. If USC loses, I'm and I here. I even be. I would even say this. If, let's, if you don't want to put Bama in, then just put, leave USC at the four spot with a, at a eleven and two two loss team. Like Caleb Williams is, is the best is the better player than CJ. I mean, they got the better coach in Lincoln Riley. Just put USC in over Ohio State still. I'm still fine with that. Do not let Ohio Ohio State does not deserve to be in the playoff in any way. Anyway, their whole season was to find off that game. If you make any argument for them, I, I think that you've either lost it as a fan, you're a biased fan, you're, you're just you're not living in any sort of reality. Like the whole season was built to win that. Game. That's like saying, "Hey, we lost the national championship, but guess what? We're just going to go play in this next tournament, though, and then that will be for the national championship." No, like that was your game. You lost it. Not only did you lose it, I could see like like we said if. You know, if it was 41 to 39, an absolute classic, Ohio State misses the two at the end, you know, just wasn't our day. We fumbled or something. You know, fine. Maybe you could put them in. You lost 45 to 23, and you had 365 days to prepare off a loss. The first time you lost to him since 2012 to get your revenge, or 2011, and then and then you, you show up and lost 45 to 23 at home and ended the program. You ended the program. Ohio State is dead as an elite program, that they're not coming back anytime soon. They're going to be, you know, right with Texas and how Michigan was previously, just trying to fight their way to nine, ten wins, you know, get some recruits, get do what they can. That's that's where they're going. 
So I know everyone's going to say, well, we haven't seen that yet. Just like you said last year, well, we haven't seen them you know, fail again. Well, they just failed again. They'll fail again in 23. They're going to fail again in 24. They're going to fail again in 25. But, but guess what? They won't fail my expectations because I know where they are. I, I know where they are. They're, they're still a top 15 program in the country. They're still going to win on occasion. They might even win 11 games in 2024. And maybe they'll even sneak one against Michigan. But the other two years around it are going to be nine-win seasons. They're going to be ugly. I mean, next year is going to be one of the most ugly, horrible seasons in, in the history of Ohio State football. They have nothing coming back. Nothing. There, there isn't any any fight on this team. I don't think the players even want to be there. It's it's a the culture is done. When you go that all in on a game and then lose like that, you're done. You can just forget it. There's no coming back from. What are you What are you going to say to the players this year about Michi- about the Michigan game? You hyped it up to be that big, and then you lost. There, there's no coming back. Harbaugh, even in in all of his losses, he never hyped it up to be that big. So when he lost, he could just say, okay, well, we'll come back next year. We'll just, we're going to die trying is what he said. Well, you can't say that now because you said that it's a failure when you lose to Michigan. So we failed, and then all the pressure is going to be back on these kids again who aren't that good, and they're going to fail again. And then what are you going to do, Ryan? Can't make any more coaching moves, so it's going to be on Gene to make the, the final move, which will be firing you. And I assume that will happen in 2025, which is going to be a long way for us Hopefully we can just get one of the two Michigan games, and I think, or one of the three, and then you know you can. It won't be twenty five, obviously. So maybe they win in twenty four, at home, and then you know at least you're only one and four the last five years. Maybe that year you can get a Big Ten title. I doubt it, though. I doubt USC is going to be better. They're going to out recruit Ohio State. I know that. I know Georgia, LSU, Alabama. They're all going to out recruit Ohio State now. Texas, I think, has a good chance to start doing it. Like, it just, it's not, it's, uh, that's what happens. So, it's over. It was a hell of a run from 2001 to 2019. I appreciate all the coaches and players that were involved in that run, but that is over, and people need to just forget about that. That's not coming back. Now, me personally, as a Yankees fan in 96 to 01, I always hoped that that would come back. It never came back. It's obviously never coming back. So just, you just have to let it go and come with me, join me in my expectations. My expectations for Ohio State in 2023 is to win nine or 10 games and maybe win the bowl game. And that's about it. Like, you know, put a few players in the NFL. Marvin will go the he'll be a great player everyone will like him but that's that's where my expectations are no more than that so if you go with that mindset you're not going to be sad anymore because that that's where we are but I'm living in reality so my 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 question is do you, to you and to the listeners is do you want to live in reality or do you want to you know th- still think that this team is is a national title contender every year because they're not so and the thing that's going to be even worse that you'll start to see is like the 2023 class was good. I'm not saying it's a bad class. It's, you know, it's not 2021, but it's a very good class. Uh, obviously the 2021 class, they still haven't beaten Michigan yet. Um, and it's one of the best classes I think I've seen out of Ohio state. But yeah, I just, I don't think that I, I don't see it coming for us. I don't see it coming back. I think that Michigan's just Michigan's just a much better organized player development program right now. There's there's it's really not even close. Like like 
they get three star guys and they turn them into like absolute stars. We get five star guys and we turn them into at best rotational players. So where does that start with again? It starts with day. I think a lot of it starts with the quarterback play too, which was a joke and thank God he's gone. And I, I just, I just so badly don't want to see this team in the playoff. Like, please just whatever you have to do, just do not let this team in the playoff. I cannot, I don't even want to hear from them. I don't want to see these players again. Most just get rid of them. Like I said, the next two, three years are going to be absolutely miserable. I don't know who the coach will be in 2025, 2026. It's probably going to be Fickle would be my guess. He's just moved to the Big Ten. It, now it's even more of an obvious move. Some people are like, well, why would he? He's never going to go. Yes, it happens all the time. It happens all the He'll go from Wisconsin to Ohio State, no problem. So, That'll be your next head coach. Hopefully he succeeds at Wisconsin, which then can bring some of that to Ohio State. I think he'll, he'll get – and like and that's how you got to reset it. You know, you'll have a program guy, a guy that played here, an Ohio guy, and, and we'll reset it, and then I think the program will be better off. But 2023, 2024, 2025 are going to be absolute nightmares. So if you already thought it was bad in 2021 and 2022, it's only going to get worse, much worse, really. The, the, these will look like glory days after next year. We'll be so enjoy your nine win season. Enjoy losing to Notre Dame. Enjoy losing to Penn State and Michigan as always. And most of all, enjoy Ryan Day's press conferences as he preaches fight and tough and whatever the hell else he says. My fourteen playoff. Like I said, don't put any. Don't put Ohio State in. I'm going to say that. It, the TCU loses, and I'll say USC wins just so we don't have to argue that Ohio State should be in. So I think we would have a good playoff of Georgia and TCU, and then we would have USC and Michigan as the night game, which would be an amazing game. I think Michigan would kill them, but from a name-wise and having Caleb Williams go against the Michigan defense, I think that would be fun. But I do think Michigan would roll in that game fairly easily. But at least we'd have something. But... Let's go Trojans. Make sure you don't lose. Let's not let CJ Stroud in the playoffs. That would be a disgrace to watch him play Georgia in, in, in that game. So let's win that game. TCU, even if you lose, you're in. You're not. There's no way they should put Ohio State in over TCU. So don't have to worry about that. Let's keep Ohio State away from the playoffs. We won't have to worry about that in the future. They won't even sniff the playoffs. And guess what? They might not even set the playoffs if there's a 12-team playoff next year because they are that fucking bad on defense. That talent is not there. That Michigan offense is not that talented, and they got smoked and torched by them with big plays. That is not a big play offense in any way. <laughs> so you tell me where you're going to find players on defense that, that are be able to play. I see no one, nothing. Every single one of them could leave the program right now, and I would say, okay, it won't matter because there's nothing there. I won't say that about offense. There are some players on offense still. Defense, there is nothing. Prove me wrong. Goodbye. That's the end of the program. That's the end of pretty much everything that successful at Ohio State was that era. It ended in 2020 with Ryan Day hiring Kerry Coombs. That's the exact point where you can say that this program died. So... Goodbye, Ohio State. We wish you luck, kind of in the future, even though you'll be dead. But enjoy.